Welcome to Brine Time, everybody. My name is Jeremiah Coughlin, and this is Brine Time, where we talk about traveling comedians and their woes across this great land with the great unwashed of the United States. The perfect co-host for that former, I don't know, we'll say former for now, former host yeah. of Brine Time, <laughs> current guest co-host. Jake Silverman, man. Dude, what's up? The reunion tour. We're here. Yeah, we're like Kiss. Uh, yeah. It's like, it's like we broke up, but now, you know, we need the money. Even we need though the money. No money. We're not doing the face paint right now. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we're having a good time. Which one would you be? Well, most of them, if not all of them, are Jewish. So I have my pick. Right. But I mean, face paint wise, which face oh. paint would you want? I mean, not, not the, the Not the cat. <laughs> I'm not doing the cat. <laughs> Starman, Spaceman. I, I I mean Gene Simmons has the best because his looks most like, like he's like a demon, right? Corpse paint. Yeah. So sure. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I would be the cat. Just because kitty cat. Yeah. Everybody else is like that's stupid. Come on, Pete. But I like it. Yeah. Meow. Yeah. yeah. I'm into it. <sighs> Hell yeah. Welcome back to Brian Time, buddy. You just got off the road. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to put you inside the jar later, but for right now, Pickle Report. Yeah. And dude, the Pickle Report is... it. There's a lot to get to. I, I honestly was amped up for this because we didn't do an episode last week. I was all excited to come in and talk about the... Uh, the series we just had with Port Angeles, yeah, that was sort of wild. There was, uh, there was just a whole situation. Uh, their catcher got ran over uh, by one of our guys, uh, Carter Monda, and uh, then their players got all upset about it. And it, I don't know, it was it was what's, a little unnecessary. But what's the was, like in this league? He was safe. I mean, that the whole like oh, that's the okay. whole thing. He was safe. It wasn't illegal. The guy was in front of the uh, home plate, and you know, he did what he had to do. And then there was like, he ran him over, but then he kind of hot. He did kind of like a uh, Chris Paul like step over it when he, <laughs> he like he sort of hopped back over him to touch home plate, and just in case he had missed it on oh. the way. On so the way that, by, is that as, that was like an AI over Tyrone? Uh, there you Tyrone go, Lou, like <laughs> yeah. disrespect. Okay. A little, there was a little bit of that, like yeah, he, but it, it wasn't like a step over. It was, it was literally he kind of just like hopped over him. Okay, um, and so the next game he was like the second batter, and their pitcher chucked at him. Yeah. And it took him three times to hit him. And he was like, he kept looking at the ump, which I thought was a little 
It was like, dude, you know what's going to happen. Like, stop looking at the ump. He's not going to, like, stop them from doing this. But when the first one grazed him, he, like, looked at the ump like, well, this is obvious. When the second one grazed him, like, it was just like, Monda, you know, you know what they're doing. Don't don't act like anyone's going to save you right now because you're going to get pegged. Uh, and so the third one finally hit him. And I was just like, my gosh, like, I feel but, like that. But was so, a yeah, lot. but I mean, do they? It was obvious that they were pitching at him, though, which is not. You and they're not going to. Yeah, they're not going to they, like. What's but, the ump gonna do at that point? Like, well, don't I mean if he don't they well, won't they issue a warning like, yo, dude, we know, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. but they gotta wait till they at least hit him. They, hit they him, can't yeah. warn him just for yeah. missing him. Yeah, that's true. If it had like gone behind him or something, maybe. Okay, so oh, it was just on the inside, like if they were just two inside off. pitches. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. And I think I think the kid just didn't have the control. The stuff, to, yeah. yeah, just. Yeah. <laughs> Just how, to get him on the first try. How embarrassing, just, dude! To just, just be like, "Yo, dude, all right, you know what you got to do tonight? You got to plunk him." And then yeah. he's just like, "I got it, I got mm-hmm. it." And mm-hmm. then it's just like, "All right, two and zero count, and here we go." How bad was? Where did he hit him on the arm? Yeah, it was just on the shoulder. All right, not yeah. It, well, and obviously it wasn't like his hardest pitch because he he missed him twice, right? He's like, so he's yeah. like, "All right, I I can't really wing this because yeah. I I know I don't right. have the control." Right. So. Then he steals second, which was mm-hmm. amazing. And somebody got a hit and he came around, right? And I'm, you know, I'm doing my job. I'm like, unearned run. Way to go. Way to help your team. Uh, kind of heckling this pitcher. And then the next guy up is uh pickle legend from now on, uh, Matt Jew. And he hit a comebacker at this kid and it bounced once, probably eight feet in front of the mound. And then hit that pitcher. I don't know that kid's name. Hit him clean in the face. Ooh. <clears throat> and like there was blood. Like it oh, was boy. it was bad. Right. They pull him out of the game. No, but they did it did stop the action. Like our trainer had to come out. It was a whole thing. And of course, I'm like, dude, instant karma by John Lennon. Like, get that on the sound system. Didn't happen. But okay. you know, I was yeah. like, that that's crazy. <laughs> um <laughs> and you know, I mean, according to our trainer, their pitcher was like, well, this is perfect. You know, he's like, I, I hit you guys. I get hit. Like, he was very aware of the the irony of the situation, mm. which at least he was level-headed. You know what I mean? He wasn't Oh, yeah. Mad. I mean, it wasn't intention. You know, I mean, there's well, no course, way someone yeah. could do that on purpose. But no. if there was, Matt Jew could do it. I mean, yeah. it was – he hit it on the button, right? Wow. And so – it just kind of like tensions were high through the whole thing. Yeah. Because of that. And then, so I was all ready to come in here and talk about that. And then we have this three game series with Bend that uh, a, a pitcher for the Bend Elks literally like got in my face last night. Like after they pulled him from the game. Oh, was, really? Yeah. So the first night I was, you were there, you I were was there. there the first night. It was a very tepid yeah. game. The pickles kind of, you know, they were never in it, it you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. It was like the funnest night at Walker stadium, but then the baseball part was like, well, this, this wasn't our day, right? No, not at all. So then last night, uh, that was ben, game one. Yeah. Of that series that I was at. Correct. Okay. So game two, Bend was winning. Uh, it was like three to 
three to one or three to two, I want to say in the seventh. And then the wheels fell off and they just, you know, they just fell apart mm-hmm. and picks come back and win. I think it was seven to three. Uh, and because it was keep Portland weird night, uh, this was actually the umpires were mad at me because, uh, there was a call at second where they honestly clearly didn't tag our guy and they called him out at second, right? Like it was a, a ghost tag. And so I said, uh, oh, I didn't know we were keeping it that weird. Uh, and then <laughs> I was like, this is some kind of charity case. Uh, and so that made him mad. And then there was another, oh, their guy hit a home run. I want to say Ben hit a home run where they had clearly called strike three a ball. And so he he tags the next pitch out of the park, and I was like, "Well, I guess anybody can hit strike four out of the out of the park." Uh, so they don't. I, the rules don't basically like are like the guy in the mic should not be questioning the ums calls. I guess whatever. Yeah, right? I mean, right? I mean, so then uh, they they went to Mags and said, "If this continues, we're going to throw you out." Ooh. So then Mags this is all mad, this, you know. This is uh, reminiscent of our year one, dude. When we were right. on the mics in 2019, this happened a number of times. So. Right. So, and we've had no issues this year. Like, obviously, like, we've kept it clean, whatever. But, yeah. I don't know. Everyone was just sort of in a mood. Like, it was just everyone was amped up. We were yeah. keeping Portland weird. Uh, the rest of the staff was, like, you know, having a good time. And sure. So, yeah, the disconnect uh, sometimes at Pickles Baseball between the what's happening on the field and the staff is there is a sometimes a wide gap of like, eh, this is cool. And the guys in the baseball are like, shut the f- <laughs> up. We're trying to play a game out here. Yeah. So, uh, and it, it was just, I went to Mags and I was like, are they going to fine you? I'll pay the fine. I don't care. And he's like, no, just shut up. And I was like, all right, fine. Yeah. Uh, cause he, Mags has sort of lost his, uh, cool fun guy edge since he became the head skip. Oh he's, yeah. He's pretty, yeah. He's pretty amped up all the time. You know, okay. like he's pretty fiery. Yeah. Um, and well, you know, whatever. And what well, we had talked about it yesterday with him and he's like, yeah, man, it's just a different job, man. I'm just, I'm just trying to win. I was like, I got you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So, so yeah, we had to tone it down, but then like the next, that was like the top of five. And then the next thing was we went out there for Dizzy Bat, you know? So I'm like, I, I'm just like standing by the umpire. Like, they can't stop us. No <laughs> one can stop us, right? Oh, God. Just having the best time. Right. So then uh, that all went down. And then last night, it was the soccer night. And so we had all the thorns. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maddie Pogarsh and like Morgan Weaver, like all these uh, thorns soccer players. And they were up on the party deck and it was kind of a like same boring game. It was one to nothing. It, it was like cruising along real fast, big pitchers duel. And, uh, in the same thing, man, in the eighth, in the seventh or eighth, the wheels just fell off for, uh, for bend. Right. And, uh, their, their pitcher, it was the same pitcher. He'd played the whole game at this point. He was, you know, I think he'd given up one or two hits. Yeah. And then, the it had gotten dark and they're in the on the party deck there's this light in the like in the bar yeah and he's like hey i don't like i don't like that light being on and so he went to the umpires and i was like standing on the party deck and i was like oh i guess we'll turn that off i go or you could just throw the ball into the mic right 
And so then, uh, wait, how did you know that he was talking? Like, what, how did you pick that up? He was talking about the light. Cause I was standing on the party deck. I mean, it was right behind me and the umpire stopped the game and was like, Hey, oh, oh, okay. And was like, can we turn this light off? Yeah. 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 Which I was like, and everyone was kind of like booing him. You know, I was like, I was like, party decks open till 2 a.m. Like, don't worry about what we're doing on the party deck. Just play the game, Harvey. Right. Right. So. Yeah, he gives up a hit, blah, blah, blah. We start the keep him in chant, which has been a little controversial, but very fun at the same time. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then uh, what, what, is, what? Like, is this just like baseball, like not being able to have kind of fun with this would never. Yeah. Basketball or any of these other sports. It would, this would never be a controversial thing. I was you did the keep him in chant the other night. And I was like, this is funny. It's funny. Yeah. Um, it's also home field advantage. Like, what do you, I don't understand that. I mean, this is, that's the home field. So, oh, and that was, I said, uh, I'll do the, I got to have more cowbell. Yeah. And I was like, I go, uh, less strobe light, more cowbell. And their, okay. their manager lost it and came over and was like, that's not cool. He shouldn't be saying anything like that or whatever. Right. And, uh, the, the umpire was like, I don't know, man. And he just looked at me and was like, come on, like, come on, help me yeah. out here. And I right. was like. Not going to happen, right? So we've got everybody amped up. Uh, they pull that kid out. We do the keep him in chant. And then I'm over on, like, by their dugout, which was stupid on my part. I wasn't, uh, really, I wasn't even really thinking about it. Yeah. I, there was a birthday. This kid, Bigums, there's this, like, kid who turned 16. He's, like, six foot tall. He's shaped like a vending machine, just, like, this huge. He's an offensive lineman for one of the high schools here. Yeah. And, uh. I was over talking to him and then like there, that picture was like, Hey man, can I talk to you? And I was like, yeah, what's up? And he's like, you're the most disrespectful person in this planet. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, thanks. And he's like, uh, he goes, did he come out of the dugout? Yeah. He He was like outside. Yeah. I was, I was like on the concourse. Yeah. 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 And I was like, all right, man, I go, I'm just doing my job. Just, you know, like get over it. And uh, he goes, is this what you like doing? Picking on little kids. And I was like, how old are you? He goes, 20. <laughs> I was like, dude, I hate to break it to you, but <laughs> childhood is, is over, my man. <laughs> this is soft, bro. This yeah. is soft. Like, imagine, like, if you're going to play baseball at a, like, a high level. Right. People are going to mess with you, man. And you can't, you know, like, whatever. So then he go, I go, yeah, I go, I love it. This is my job. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> I'm getting paid to do this, man. So, yeah. I do like this. And I started to walk away and he's like, you need to reevaluate your life is what he said. And I was like, I just turned around and looked at him and just was like, okay. So that at that point it's two to one pickles. Uh, their catcher like boots one, like he catches it. And then somehow I wasn't even, I wasn't even watching. It just rolls down the third baseline. Scoro's on third comes in, gets the third run. Everyone's going nuts. I yell, reevaluate this into the microphone. Oh, uh, like their players, uh, <laughs> dudes are in the dudes are in the dugout, like pointing, blah blah blah. So I hung out a little bit longer after the game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, that's a dark parking lot out there, bro. Just go stand by the bus. Yeah, wait, wait for all these kids with sticks to come out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it was uh, it was one of the funner nights, and we're yeah, we're just exhausted, man. Um, well, and then, oh, I forgot about this part. There was a guy. I don't know who that guy was. I think he was just a Bend fan. Uh, came up to the party deck. I wasn't even paying attention. He was just standing in front of me. I looked down, and he was, like, pointing at me. He's like, you got your coach a warning last night. You should knock this off or whatever. And I just go, who are you, man? 
And he just like shook his head and turned around and walked away. Like, I don't know. He could have been the owner of the Ben Delks or whatever. I have no idea who he was, but I was just like, what do you, what do you, who do you, what do you care? Like, get away from me, man. Needless to say, I have the full support of the entire pickles organization. I mean, we, we basically rattled them enough to win that game. (laughs) Like I'm, I want a little bit of an asterisk next to that one where I was like, yeah, it's so weird that baseball is like that. I mean, especially, yeah, like, it's just... Yeah, think about Giannis. What if Giannis just, like, you know, right, they're counting like, hey, what don't. Come on, that's disrespectful, right, man. Like, yeah, that's the point. This is sports, dude. Yeah. Well... Well, especially at this level where you're like, dude, like, you guys get it. This is summer ball. This isn't happening at your college stadiums. Like, right. You're playing against a team named the Pickles. Like, are you really, are yeah. you really like, this is serious? I mean, it's like, I know you guys are here to keep the, the skills up, but these games don't matter in, in any real sense. They're not, they're not going on your permanent right. record, bro. Like, yeah. Like, just have, like, I don't know, just have fun with it. Like, yeah, it sucks, but who cares? Move on. Yeah, the White Sox are going to draft that kid, but then they're like, "Oh man, this L he took in the pickle, yeah. you know, in the wow. Ben versus Pickles game." I don't yeah. know. Man. He got rattled. Let's go back easily. and watch the tape. Yeah, there was a strobe light. Oh, we're actually we have strobe light night here. Yeah, at, uh, Comiskey or wherever they play. I mean, you know, you know, it's not Comiskey. He got rattled by a jolly man on the mic. Uh, no thanks. Yeah, we can't no have thanks. that. We can't have well, that. Well, so that was the thing. Like that was the hilarity of the first night or the the next night after you were there was the umpire saying, they said to Johnny, they're like, this stuff wouldn't be okay in an MLB stadium. It's not okay here. And it was like, who's Johnny. Johnny's our, like my man. He's like the guy under Ross now. Oh, okay. I, I showed you. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was just like, so that's the standard. If it's not allowed in an MLB stadium, like, you know, you're a a volunteer, Brian, like, you know what else is not allowed in an MLB game? Only having two umpires, but we're putting up with it here. So let's just chill out for a second. <laughs> like, you guys are down two right now. Like, let's – this is – not nothing is MLB standard here, dude. Call Rob Nyer. Get him on the phone. Yeah, uh, that's – So the picks The picks took two out of three from Bend is the uh, – and they took, they took two out of three in that Port Angeles uh, series too. And then I think they lost two out of three the week before that, or, you know, in between. So they went on the road in between those two series. So they're a half game out, or they were yesterday. I don't know. I don't know what happened yesterday, but they're they're close to a playoff spot for the second half. Okay. If they keep their overall record, you know, and then they have a series coming up with um, the same teams. They're going on the road. I mean, there's a series this week. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then it's like they go on the road to Bend, and then they go on the road to Port Angeles. Yeah. So I'll be there at that last game of the homestand, the Thursday game. Okay, cool. I'll be there too. I won't be there Tuesday, but I'll be there Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, coming out. um, Figure out hang out with the boys on Thursday. Dope. Yeah. All right. Pickle report. (laughs) That's the long version of the pickle report. Right. Well, you know. Some catching up to do. Pickles, 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 pickles,
Uh, and I sadly found out, I don't know if I'm breaking news to Pickle Nation right now, but our Pickle of the Week is Matt Jew, uh, who's just the greatest kid. He's not Jewish, unfortunately, Jake. He wanted me to tell you that. I was like, Silverman's going to be excited about this. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm not Jewish. I was like, and I it's just somehow a, ended up with this weird last name. It's just My, a clever name. Yeah. And he uh, he really had the only real offense of the game I was at. He hit us homer in the first run, and then it was just like zeros till whatever the six or seven, you know. So yeah, I was like, oh, cool, hell yeah! But he's he's like the best kid. He's super nice, uh, great player. Are you about to tell me that he's leaving the team right now to go back to school? Yeah. So yeah. him and Ivan Luna and um, uh, Carter Booth are leaving man school starting this early for some of these guys yeah they're just going they're just going back like they're you know it's like oh i gotta go see my family for a couple weeks and then school will be starting soon i mean there are kids going back like right now so man that's crazy that's always Um, happens to the team too i feel like they always lose a couple guys right when things are heating up because of school stuff Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and guess these guys, these guys are like the best players too. Oh, great! Yeah, well, uh, Ivan Luna, Ivan Luna was pickle of the week. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, yep. I don't, I don't love it. I yep. don't love it. Well, here we are. What are, you, what are you gonna do? Next man up, baby. Yeah, yeah. Pull, pull I up. Was, Pull up some of those gherkins, you know, from the farm. Turn them into pickles and next man up. <laughs> so Matt Jew, though, uh, he is our pickle of the week for now. Uh, it sucks that he's leaving, but uh, he'll always be number one in our hearts. Uh, yeah, he actually said he's got another year. He goes to Santa Clara, um, California. We got a lot of California kids on the team. Um and yeah, uh, he's mashed a bunch of. Home- I think he's hit like three or four homers. Not a bunch, but enough. He comes up clutch and uh, solid in the fields and smashed a kid's face with a comebacker. I mean, that'll get you pickle of the week. Oh yeah, you oh know, yeah. We've we've had a real, real loose <laughs> criteria for pickle of the week this season. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, I'm glad. You know, things need to change. Things need to evolve. We don't always need to go on stats. Sometimes you just got to beam another guy in the face with a baseball. Take care of your team, Matt yeah. Jew. So you're the pickle of the week. Oh, man, do you have those nuts? I do. I got to go grab them. Give All me right. two seconds. Okay. All right. I forgot all about this. Oh, all yeah. right. So for pickle of the week, I gave a little uh, dime bag of them to Jake at the game the other night. This is a fat sack, bro. This is a <laughs> nice fat sack. I want to say that. <laughs> the Carolina Nut Company. I was in line at the hardware store by my new house, and uh, I look over and I see dill pickle peanuts. There we go. So it's all one right. thing we haven't tried. We've been keeping it pretty tradish uh, this season. There's been just uh, mostly just pickles and um, because we're doing all this, you know, like uh, over Zoom, I basically just whoever's co-hosting, I hit them up and I'm like, what do you have for pickles in your fridge right now? And then I try to go buy whatever that is. So I literally have like 
Oh, bunches seven of- jars of pickles in my fridge with one pickle eaten out of them right now. Oh, man. So I got to step that up. Yep. So I figured this would be a nice change. This is they're easy. very, they're very seasoned. These nuts. All right, I'm throwing ready? them down. Yeah, throw them down. Go. Cheers. I brought a drink just in case. Mm. Oh man, that's good. It's got a zing to it. it I can like eat these. It's not like overpowering. You know, some of the stuff we had early so on. So pickly. It was like too much, but that's good. Yeah, it's like salty. I don't know. It's got a weird. It's like a salted peanut with. Like a little bit of vinegar to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like almost indescribable. But delicious. They're kind of like addictive. It's like, oh, I want to keep eating this. I would say bring these out to the ball game. This is a good ball game. This is like a nice little ball game treat. This might be something to bring to the. To the org, say, hey, Alan, why aren't we selling the Carolina Nut Company dill pickle peanuts? Right. I like those. I'm going to give that, I'm going to give that like a, a hustle triple. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, I could, I could eat. That's like, a, it's almost got like a corn nut vibe to it. Yeah. You know, where it's like, it's that good, strong flavor. I'm down. I say definitely stand up triple. Maybe, yeah, man. Yeah? Thinking about it? Maybe inside the park home run? I was thinking about inside the park. I was thinking about maybe like a, like a. That's a question. Yeah. Is is it inside the park home run less than a regular home run? It's so much more exciting though. So yeah, that's almost the top level. Yeah. It's like grand slam inside the park home run. Right. You know, one run, you know, solo homer. Sure. Three these are run good. shot. These are great. I like them. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm glad to know that right by my, you know, next time I'm in line at the hardware store, snagging a couple more cans of the Carolina Nut Company. Clear them out. Hell yeah. Well, Matt Jew. Yeah. Carolina Nut Company. We appreciate we you both. Salute you both. Pickle yeah. of the week. Pickle of the week. It's good to have you back, buddy. Yeah, ma'am. We're falling right back into the old flow, baby. Killing it. Hey folks, this week's Brine Time is brought to you by Kraken Strength. Never heard of them? Well, Kraken Strength is the premier strength and conditioning facility in the Portland area. They offer group fitness classes, advanced competitive and sports specific training. At Kraken Strength, you'll find a community of fitness, knowledgeable staff, and the support you need to successfully meet your goals, no matter what level of fitness you're starting out at. They're located in Tigard, Oregon, and you can check them out at krakenstrength.com. Be sure to tell them the Brian Time Boys sent you. House Wine is a proud partner of Brian Time, lovingly produced in Walla Walla, Washington by winemaker Hal Landvoit. For every case sold of their Rainbow Edition Sparkling Rose, $2 is donated to the Human Rights Campaign. Thank you to House Wine for your support of Brian Time. Fear and Loathing in Tacoma is the newest podcast from comedian Jeremiah Coughlin, where he interviews rock stars, comedians, and generally interesting people about their psychedelic experiences. New episodes every Friday. 
Check it out on Podcast Republic, iTunes, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Sometimes hilarious, sometimes terrifying, always interesting. This is Fear and Loathing. So, yeah, because of logistical uh, situations, I had a hard time getting anybody. We were going to do BA, you know, the. Um, so, save that one for next week, Pickle Nation. That's coming yeah. at you. Yeah, yeah. Next week, BA, the uh, DJ for pregames, is going to be inside the jar. But he doesn't, he doesn't own a laptop. I was like, you're a 40 year old man. How do you not own a computer? But different strokes for different folks. So, hell yeah. I figured let's take this opportunity. Let's go inside the jar with our boy Jake Silberman here because you just had a quite the adventure, right? I did, man. It was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I'm having some weird feelings about even being back. Yeah? You know? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, you know, like it's kind of like that post-vacation, like, ah, real life. Oh, okay. Here we I go. didn't know maybe if it was like a Stockholm thing or maybe you've been like, now you're really, you know, you're reading books on the outside, you know, and you're like, oh man, I, I don't know how to it I mean, reintegrate. Kind of, that, that's kind of a little bit. I just was like, every trying day, to reintegrate to I'm society. I'm just like, oh wait, so we're not moving today? We're not yeah. driving? We're not going anywhere? Sh- I don't have to fall asleep with this machete in my hands. You know, I don't have to, I don't have to cozy up to a guy named Bill for warmth. It's just... <laughs> Peeing in the yard, yeah. just for you know, like, oh, uh, we're not doing this. Like, uh, what's that? Saving Silverman, right? When the coach, <laughs> he just got out of the clink and he's taking a dump in the front yard. <laughs> oh boy, R.I.P. Ermy. Yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah, so, tell people a little bit about wh- so yeah, where you the started reason, and where you went. And- right. I mean, the reason I have not been. A part of the squad this year is because I left, I believe, like a day before the season started. Yeah, uh, June 2nd or something, right? Yeah, I left June 1st on a two-month tour of America, basically, doing stand-up comedy across the country in my van that I had just bought in a few months before. And I brought a guy with me for the first month, uh, a former co-worker of mine, who's a camera guy and editor. And the goal was kind of making like a documentary loosely based on the idea of like comedy coming back after COVID. And uh, and now the way the country looks, it might be comedy coming back between COVID. So we'll see how it all works out, folks. But, you know, so we, we were together for about a month from Portland to New York City. And then he flew back to Portland. And then I did the second month on my own. That was through, you know, the South and Texas and the Southwest and California. And then... I just got back a, I don't know, like a week and a half ago. Went to my first pickles game of the season, and uh, yeah, so it was a, it was a grand old time. I, I do kind of miss that lifestyle. It's, it's, you know, it's exciting. You know, I mean, it's all cliches, but it's like every day's an adventure, and you get up, and you kind of are, kind of choose your own adventure. You know, you're just on your like, own schedule. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I with comedy, it was the perfect balance because it's like enough freedom that you don't feel like confined, but we also some place to be. Yeah. Every night I was like, cause I, my neurotic brain would start to freak out if I had nowhere to go, but I was like, cool, I got a right. show here tonight. And then you get to meet comics. You get to get plugged into that world that you're familiar with. But then after you're like, all right, let's go find a neighborhood to sleep in, you know, like then the adventure kind of kicks in again. So it was a lot of fun and, you know, I luckily really had no, 
no no scary van incidents you know i feel like people yeah. always want like a story like what happened and you're like dude the world isn't as bad as everybody makes it seem i get you yeah. know like you're not always gonna have like yeah and then i was shanked you know you're just right. like no nah, it was it was pretty chill but i'm also a big dude you know so maybe it doesn't yeah. no one wants to mess with me and you know whatever. yeah it's like if you just act like an adult and mind your own business like people people do the same right like i'm not uh, searching for trouble i'm just doing my sets and you know sleeping. i remember that like yeah the first time like i rode the subway in new york city right where you're like something crazy's gonna happen you know and right then you're like oh if you just just sit there and mind your own business yeah. and, you know also yeah i mean it doesn't hurt that you know i'm a pretty decent sized human myself right where right it's like, right i'm not the first guy that people are like oh look at this guy yeah let's exactly. mess with him right right um and did did uh, you get like taken in a little bit by the comics uh, on the yeah, road too? Sure. Like people, I, I assume, I know for sure if there was like some rando dude and, you know, like showed up in our scene and people would be like, oh, well, I mean, you could crash or shower or whatever, right? I mean, totally. A, bit of that. a number of people were like, oh, yeah, dude, like swing by tomorrow morning before you leave, take a shower. Like it was very, this is the same thing that happened on like my bike trip. Like you realize that when you, when you're actually put yourself out there and you're kind of vulnerable, people like recognize that and kind of respect that. And they're like, Oh, this dude's like doing something cool. Let me like help this guy out. And it's, you know, it, that was like, Oh man, humans can be cool too. You know, they don't, it's not always the right. worst. So they're like, wait a minute. Are you, are you liberal? Right. Right. Well, no, right. you can't shower in my right. house, man. It was just like, are you yeah. vaccinated? Get out of here. Right. It was cool, man. It was very cool. People were very chill and, you know, it was great to meet so many comics in such a short amount of time, you know, like just seeing so many different comedy scenes and yeah, I really had only good things to say. I mean, the only tough part was like being in a van with another dude for a month was a little like, all right, we're clearly getting on each other's nerves you know, but that's sure, going to happen. I know you're, yeah. I know you're a little concerned about that. I mean, this guy wasn't like somebody you knew like a hundred percent, like, yeah, know, he was wasn't a, like a co-worker. lifelong friend. Right. No, it wasn't Just, like a, and even, but even a lifelong friend eventually sure. be like, all right, dude, like let's take a solo day and yeah, you know, we'll walk oh, in yeah. different ends of this field and we'll see each other tomorrow kind of thing. Four days in a, on a, on the road with my wife, you know, and we're like, okay, <laughs> divorce. Let's, Let's let's do something else today. Yeah, um, right. So the second half wasn't documented, or you not did really. It like I, I had a GoPro, and it was just kind of too much to to try to do everything. So yeah, the doc will be the first half, but we got so much footage that I'm terrified to even start editing this thing. Yeah. It's it's a lot of work. So you probably never will, to be honest. Honestly, I mean, let's just be honest. Let's be real. Will you ever see anything of this? No, especially if the pandemic hits up again. I'm just like, sorry, we can't even meet. So, yeah. You know. Well, that actually might be that might actually be helpful. Yeah. If everything just goes in the crapper again, then you're like, well, I guess I got another year and a half to figure this out. Dude, I can't. Nothing else going on. I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> I don't think that I don't think it's what's going to happen. Man. No, I think yeah. that they've decided that it's, you know, if you didn't get it right, then this is, this is the world we're living in. What, like, what, what's your, give me one, give me your, uh, live, laugh, love. Like, what'd you learn? I mean, I think it's just like, it kind of reinforced the, you know, you choose this kind of weirder lifestyle right with comedy and kind of just entering into that weird ethereal void of the entertainment industry. And it like, 
you know, you and me are dudes. We're not we're not 20 year olds who are like, wow, the new exciting kids on the block. Like, so once mo it's like anything, there's a bell curve. Like there's the, there's the really like bad. And then there's the really like rare good. And then most people fall somewhere in the middle. And when you're in that kind of chunk of the bell curve, you just gotta like, I feel like I was like really recommitted to like, you know, you got to do what you want to do. It's your own path. Nothing is the same for anybody. You got to just like, I did the van thing for two months. That was really cool for me. It wouldn't be good for everybody. But I was just really like, yeah, man, like this is okay to be doing. This is a fine path to follow. You don't have to, you don't have to trip out about it. You know, like it's cool. It's fun. I had a blast. I'm not worried about it. And uh, so whatever weird little life you've chosen, do it your way. You're only going to be happy if you do it your way. Like you can't. Little Sinatra. Little Sinatra. I did it my way, dude. You know? So. I love it. Yeah. No, that's great. I mean, and good for you, man. Like I'm, I've obviously got a little bit of a FOMO, little, little jealousy on that. I mean, like I've, I've had a great summer myself. Don't get me wrong, but I haven't really been doing a lot of stand up. you know, like I haven't really been doing much of any at all, you know, like I've done some shows here and there, but, and it's summer, it's always a little light in the summer, you know, unless yeah. you're really like ready to get out there, do something totally. crazy. And Portland hasn't had a ton of shows coming back just yet. Right. And we'll see how that works out. But that, you know, I mean, it's got, I've, I've always had a little bit of that, you know, like just wanderlust plus, you know, like being out there and being on your own gig and that kind of stuff. So I'm proud of you. Thanks, I think man. it's super cool, man. Yeah. But I'll I mean, watch, FOMO works both ways. Movie. I would see, I would see your updates. I'm like, oh man, it'd be so cool to be at the games right now. And, you know, so that, that hits you no matter, especially, you know, you're fucking sweating your balls off in a van that doesn't have ventilation in Phoenix. You're like, yeah, I wouldn't mind being able to go to a pickles game and then just go to my own bed right now. This is that, that doesn't seem that, that bad of a life, but you know, we're having fun in different ways. And I don't know. It's a long road. It's a long journey. There you it go. all, it all adds to the soup of life, you know, such a long time to be gone and a short time to be there. As yeah. Jerry Garcia would say, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. You're, uh, you're a hippie now. I am. I am, dude. I've officially done it. I've simply slept in a van for part of my life. So yeah, I feel like I've earned my stripes. I love that. Yeah. Well, welcome home. Thanks. Excited man. to have you at a couple of yeah, those games. And uh, thanks for jumping on Brian time with me. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, all right. So we're going to do this last segment. I'm actually. Uh... Next up, it's your pickles catcher, Max Shore. Go, Max. So inside, inside baseball, I wanted to get uh, after the crazy weekend uh, that we had, uh, I wanted to uh, get into this. I found this Bleacher Report article. What is it? The 23 craziest scandals in stories in MLB history. And of course, I think people know a lot of the kind of the big ones, you know, it's like the um, Black Sox. The yeah, Black Sox, Pete, Pete Rose, Rose Steroids. Era. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, 
some of these. Well, I'll let you take number the first one on the list. Well, though, the right? first one on the list, just I, I, you know, I freely admit I don't know as much about baseball and baseball history as you do. But uh, the the former owner of the Cincinnati Reds, Mards, should be they they quote Mards should be shot. Uh, yeah, Mard shot. I I remember this when I was a kid. I mean, I was young. I mean, this was in yeah. I want to yeah, say I, I was the early nineties, right? She was banned in ninety six, so she must have been saying this stuff in the real early nineties, and I would have only been like six or six years old or something. But yeah, I was um, gonna say I felt like I was like nine or ten. So yeah, that so makes sense. Uh, basically, she just said every slur in the book, and then also had sympathetic attitudes to Adolf Hitler and the Nazis, which is a great position to be an American baseball league team. Uh, you know, yeah, so. Great yeah, for her. Who, uh, the best part about this, she was banned in 96 by Bud Seelig, but then reinstated in 98. So two years, she learned her lesson. She got all the Hitler love out of her system in two seasons. and she She's was, reformed. She's reformed, yeah. So, yeah, boy, that would not fly. I love the picture they put up of her, too, where she's just sitting there in the looks, stands smoking a Looks like a, a cool hang, dude. That jacket's pretty sweet, smoking on a smoking on a stick, you know? it's I'm down, dude. Just imagine a time in America where you could just sit in a ballpark and, like, just anybody could just light up a dart, you know? Oh, and just, boy. like, just, just puff a heater while yeah. you're sitting there on the first baseline. Can you imagine? I mean, God, what a weird thing that was. Yeah. It's just, like, that no one thought that was weird um but yeah marge shot i thought that was uh i i do recall that but uh r.i.p to her because i'm pretty sure she's dead and gone oh yeah and then i actually just saw somebody wearing a shirt this next one was uh doc ellis and i don't know why this is like really that controversial right it was was just sort of like an accidental thing where he uh you know he took some acid and then they were like oh by the way you're starting today and then he pitched a no hitter and was lights out. And it's like, well, things happen, you know. If fans of the show have not seen this, you can do a YouTube search. Doc Doc Ellis LSD no hitter. They did a sweet little. I don't know. Have you ever seen this? The cartoon? No. Oh, dude. Ab- yeah, check it out. Uh, I don't know if it was Vice or one of these companies did like he was he told the story and they animated it and it's so fun and it's so cool. So check it out on YouTube. Um, at one point he covers first and he, he catches the ball at first from the first baseman and he goes, I scored a touchdown. <laughs> he's just, he's, uh, having a good time with it. So yeah, go check that out on YouTube. Doc Ellis, LSD, no hitter, very fun stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, this I, next one, the Bill Lee, Bill yeah, Lee. I mean, this one is just like, he put weed in his pancakes, like. First of yeah. all, that sounds gross. Yeah, dry weed. That sounds awful. In your buckwheat pancakes? Right. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, uh, and yeah, some of these are just not that controversial. But um, yeah, Ty Cobb, I think that was about gambling. We've heard lots of gambling. I didn't know about this one. The um, George Steinbrenner and Dave Winfield. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't really know about that either. Yeah, I guess they just had some like feud. They just well, here's didn't... here's a fun one, right? Um, 
The Mets do drugs. The Mets do drugs. The Pittsburgh Pirate. I like that their mascot was bringing them Coke in the green room. Yeah, that was, yeah. That's fun. Those are fun. It's called the clubhouse, but yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm still thinking about comedy. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Uh, same. I mean, people are doing Coke. Does it really matter what you call the room? That's that's why it hit me in the green room. Yes, people are doing Coke. (laughs) You know. Yeah, that is funny, too. Yeah, the mascot was like, I got the hookup, man. Yeah. That's great. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of these are, you know, yeah, it's kind of weird. John Rocker spits on New York, right? I mean, who cares? I did actually like this one, the collusion where, I mean, that is kind of messed up where the um, the owners were basically colluding to, to like basically non-compete with each other so that the players couldn't like make more money. It was like, right. they were basically stifling the free agency um, market. And so, yeah, the players association was able to, uh, to like basically call that out and fine. And they were fined, right? 64 and a half million bucks. Right. So George Brett Pintar incident. We all love that one. Uh, now this one came up, Joe Simons and I, when we were doing uh mid he talked about the, the natural. And I can't remember. I don't know if you and I talked about it or we didn't do the natural for Mitflix, did we? I don't think so. Because um, that's Eddie Waitkiss guy, Watkiss. You've heard about this? He, oh, is his, this what the natural is based on? Yeah. So, yeah, Ruth Ann Steinhagen, she shot him. Shot yeah. him in his stomach uh, in a hotel because she just uh, – or in his chest because she just loved him so much, which that's- I mean – that's the way you show love. Yeah, come get it, girl. I mean, God, I wish somebody would shoot me because they love me so much. You know, well, I feel like we might have talked to us. I don't know. I mean, spoiler alert: if you haven't read it, you like the they changed the the movie from the book pretty significantly. Yeah, in the end of the movie, he does hit the home run. In the end of the book, he strikes out. Yeah, spoiler so, alert. A major spoiler, but again. Yeah, they had to Hollywood it up, and it's like, oh, he's triumphant, and he should have always been in the majors. And you know, the book is more like, yes, some mistakes you never get over, baby. Yeah, you get like, shot, you fuck your life, or you met. Sorry, you mess your life. God, <laughs> I'm in the green room again, dude. I'm in the green room. It's mess right. your life up, and yeah. So, but yeah, pretty yeah. wild. Yeah, a lot of these, like I said, are some of them are pretty good, and some of them are just like, eh. Yeah. You know, things happen. What do you expect from these people? Right. They're you millionaires. Know? They're idolized. You know, yeah, they're going to. And, and they, you know, they were in the 80s. I mean, everybody was doing drugs. Yeah. The drug stuff and the betting stuff. It's like, yeah, I mean, this is this is sports. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the ones that the ones you haven't heard about, like, I think the ones that the people who should be vilified are like the Marge shot or like this Al Campanis guy. I've never heard of this, but. He's oh, literally yeah. on national TV, and they're like, "Hey, how come there's not more African American uh, managers?" He's just like, he's like, "They're better at playing than they are at managing the games." Yeah, maybe they just don't know how to do this. Yeah, like, so no, well, I'm pretty sure. Have you have you let them try? Yeah, right. How do you how do you know, Al? You moron. Well, yeah. they run really well. Oh, stop talking, Al. Please, 
please stop talking. Can uh, you imagine? This is like uh, Mike Myers standing there while Kanye says, <laughs> "Yeah." She's like, "Oh, just please, uh, cut the please camera. get me out of here. God, get get me out of here." Yeah, I, and those are the ones that like we hear less about. So yeah, uh, yeah. These are the these are the scandals. Good old inside inside baseball. This is the real inside inside baseball. Just a bunch of dirt bags. Yeah, you know? I mean that's really it. It's a bunch of guys being guys, you know. Racist old ladies being racist old ladies. <laughs> right, you know, they gotta they gotta smoke, chew, and spit, and they're not great people all the time. So there you go. We love baseball. We love we love baseball. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's our episode. Thanks everybody. Uh, come on out. We're we're dwindling. I don't know if we're gonna if we make the playoffs. We make the playoffs, and that'll add uh, at least one or two home games. But right, honestly, I think there's this week, and then there's only um, no. This week is the schedule said this is the last homestand. Yeah. So if you want to see them in person, guaranteed, you got to be out this week. Yeah. So, and I'll be yeah. there. I'll be there Thursday, hanging. Chilling. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday with Bellingham for the pickles, and then there's the a lot of uh, Wild Wild West League after that. But yeah, yeah. So for the pickles, it's this one, and then yeah, they go on the road for Bend, and then they go on the road for Port Angeles, which hopefully they get treated better there than those guys did here, huh? <laughs> hey, uh, hey, uh, hey. Uh, yeah. Thanks, uh, Marimba Mike for the intro, Dusty Fox for the outro. X-Ray, thanks to uh, the sponsors, um, House Wine and Crack and Strength for coming through for, for this season. And yeah, we're not we're not done yet. We're gonna we're gonna pump out a few more episodes. But uh, thanks, Jake Silberman. For hey, showing thanks up. for having me. Good to see you, buddy. And uh, I'll see you Thursday. Go Pickles. Still got it. Still got it, baby. Still got it, baby. All right, bro. Yeah. Light the spark out at Lens Park. Cracking wooden bats, slapping, illuminating the dark. Popcorn, sunflower seeds, PDX and North Precious in the West Coast League. Yeah, Portland, never known to be fickle. Deep in Southeast, that's the home of the pickles. Brian Time, home of the pickles. Brian Time, Brian Time, that's the home of the pickles.